This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Well, hi and welcome to all of you who are joining us today. Uh, We welcome you, whether you're listening on the website at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com or listening on your favorite RSS feed or on iTunes. We are so appreciative that you've taken the time to listen to the show. And if you are on iTunes, do us a favor and drop us a comment and give our show a rating. Um, That always helps us to get found on iTunes, and we really appreciate your support. Well, today I have a special co-host on the line, and that is Meredith Curtis. And you can find Meredith at MeredithCurtis.com, and that is M-E-R-E-D-I-T-H. C-U-R-T-I-S dot com and also my website, MediaAngels.com. And we have, um, you know, a wide selection of books to help you with your homeschool journey. And Meredith is, um, I call Meredith the queen of hospitality. So welcome today, Meredith. Oh, Felice, I'm so blessed to be with you today. And I would give you back the same title. (laughs) I don't know about that. But, yes, uh, we both like to open our doors and have a lot of people um, and guests at our table, don't we? So yes. uh, that in, in that way, um, we are very similar. But, but Meredith, you know, um, I know when I look around my house right now, I'm enjoying the fall leaf decorations that I put up. And I know that you have probably a lot of a similar type of thing going. And it just, uh, to me, already creates a holiday and festive mood, doesn't it? Yes, it sure does. I think decorating is something that, um, you know, we can think of it as, quote, unspiritual, but I think there's something wonderful about decorating and people, and you don't have to do a lot, but it just gets everyone in the mood and in the spirit and um, is a day brightener. It's It's an uplifting thing for people when they walk in and they see, Thanksgiving decorations or later um, Christmas decorations, it's just something that's very uplifting to the spirit. Oh, it is. And, you know, I think that it really does um, glorify God in so many ways. For one thing, you know, we live in in Florida, both of us do. You're a little bit um, further north than I am, but um, I'm in southwest Florida, and our leaves begin to change. We have a couple of trees that um, change in January, and... um, other than that, everything is really green here, and I just miss that beautiful orchestra of color that God does with the fall leaves. And so um, I have a lot of different um, silk arrangements that I put up, uh, wreaths on my door and uh, different decorations around the house that just give it that, you know, fall look, and it just makes me, you know, just think of how amazing it is that God has given us so many you know, different ways to celebrate the seasons, whether we're in the far south or in the midst of, you know, the cold. And some places I heard today actually have had 
more snow than they have in the dead of winter. So we had a little wow. bit of a cold snap um, today. But um, we were out to dinner last night, and it was all of 62 degrees. And for some reason, it was like the first real dip there had been. We were just freezing. <laughs> we started laughing. <laughs> and, you know, it's only 62 degrees, and we're acting like we're in Siberia. But that just little bit of weather can, can really change your mood. But we're going to have fun today, aren't we? We're going to talk about some holiday um, tips that we're going to give, but this is about fun things that you can do. And all of these things really um, work toward making memories with your kids. And, you know, um, so many of these traditions I had with my family and, you know, with, with the fall leaves, we used to go out the front door and pick them. And my mother would arrange the leaves with some candles and some berries and you know, things that we would just, you know, pick in the woods behind my house when I was growing up in New York. Um, here, it's quite a bit different, so we have to create our own little centerpieces. And these are things that I just save from year to year. And at the beginning, I started out very small, and I've added two things, you know, as the years go by. And like this year, you know, in the last few years, I haven't bought anything because, you know, it's, my collection is done with adding you know, the different touches and centerpieces and things like that. So, you know, it's something that you can do and pass on that tradition. I know, you know, with Christina and her family, my daughter, uh, she's done the same thing, you know, brought out the fall decorations. And, you know, I started them off with a really pretty centerpiece, and then she's added to that. And um, the kids are coming over later this afternoon, and I've got some orange and brown and yellow paper that we're going to cut into strips and make the paper chains. <laughs> Do you remember that? Oh, <laughs> yes. That's what you have to look forward to, Meredith, with your grandkids. And and we'll just, you know, have those up, and I'm going to use them, <clears throat> excuse me, on the fireplace, like on the bottom where the stone is. We have a stone ledge on our fireplace, and then at the very top where the mantle is, and then um, the little kids always have their own table now because um, there's so many of them. And so we'll have, you know, I look for centerpieces that aren't going to get smushed, and if they are, they're fine, and we can just throw them away and not worry about it. But that's um, my number one, and my number one is crafts and activities that I can do with the kids. And it doesn't, again, have to be really um, complex. It can be the, the you know, paper um that you are just taking construction paper or colored paper of some sort and just cutting them in strips. I found that thin strips work better, um, not super thin, but like about, oh, about a half an inch thick. Then the, we used to do the one-inch thick strips, and then um, it was harder for the kids to make them, you know, like they, they just don't turn corners well. So we've used thinner strips as years go by, and sometimes um, – if I want it to take longer, I give them tape, and then I have to monitor the tape. Whoever invented that pre-cut you know, cut tape, I don't have any of that today, but, you know, you pull it, and it's just a little piece. Um, there, oh, wow. Sensitive. I didn't and know they had that. Yeah. <laughs> I <laughs> That's found that awesome. one year for the kids. It was great. Yeah, because, you know, they love tape. They'll start pulling, uh, you know, a 12-yard piece there, but... But I'll, I'm on, I monitor the tape. So I sit there with them and, you know, we talk and we have music and, and that kind of thing and we do crafts. And one year I found um, it was like a set of 100, so I still have more of it. But they were little foam um, turkeys. 
and pilgrims, and then you put, you know, the eyes and the feathers on them and, and the feet, and you added the little parts and you glued them. But the glue didn't work very well, so we ended up having to use, um, there's like a cool hot glue that works really well so they don't burn themselves. Um, I still monitor that. I, I micromanage. Can you hear that in <laughs> the refrain here? <laughs> um, you know, but, um, you know, I just, I'm always like, Nobody get hurt, not on my watch. But, um, yeah, so th- those are the kinds of things that um, I like to do to just, again, it sets the, the stage for what's to come with, you know, the celebration later in the month. But it also, you know, lets the kids be really excited that, you know, when they walk in the door, they're going to start pointing it out to their cousins or whoever, whatever family members are here at the decorations that they made because it really um, is great. And then we'll do extra, of course, so that they can take it to their house as well. So awesome. Well, my other one is to have some active um, traditions. And it started really when I was a little girl and my cousins, um, Beth and Carol and John, would come down with um, my Uncle Jack and Aunt Joan and Aunt Mimi. And when my Nana was still alive, my Nana... And they would come down and have Thanksgiving with us or we would go up. And we always had a big feast because my family is full of good cooks even today. Uh, my daughters are great cooks. And um, and so when dinner was over, we would get up and we would take a walk and, um, you know, to kind of stretch and burn off some of those um, calories we just stuffed ourselves with and, um, later, when Mike and I got married and we finally had enough children, um, we would start playing something outside. Um, sometimes we played soccer, sometimes football, and um, it just kind of helps to get the blood um, pumping, and it's really fun in the cold, um, mm-hmm. you know, to go out and warm up and, and play. And So anyway, that's just something that, that we have really um, enjoyed, and it kind of... Um, you know, to play a game, it doesn't really take any planning or preparation. Just divide up in teams and play. And I guess for people who may say, well, you know, I don't really want to play football, um, you could play um, an active game like charades or there's some board games where you have to get up and move around and act things out. Um, and those are kind of fun to get the blood pumping and, and to kind of make memories and um, I know that when you play team games, um, it builds a kind of camaraderie on your team, and um, a lot of times you end up with people on the holidays that you don't see very often, and um, it, it helps to break the ice and, um, you know, makes fun memories. So that's my no, it does. That's great, and, you know, there's, a lot of board games happening here as well, and um, that was my number two. <laughs> was, oh. was playing games. Um, the kids like to play a lot. They they are into the card games, and I think because you can add more people, so like the game Uno is a family favorite. And mm-hmm. we've got another room where we set those up, and the, some of them, the little ones, um, can come upstairs as well. But my rule is if they come upstairs, then there needs to be an adult up here with them um, because you know, my office is up here and, and our school room. So um, 
you know, they, they can play the game, they play Uno. And then the other thing that's kind of become a tradition is chess and checkers. Um, my brother-in-law, I host that current issues in the Constitution with my brother-in-law, Woody. And um, years ago, he would bring his beautiful chess set that was just gorgeous. And um, and so he would bring it when he came down there from West Virginia. And, um, he, you know, the kids were really excited to be able to play on this really, really nice, you know, wooden crafted chess set. And they got really interested in playing. So every year, you know, they would start practicing ahead of time because Uncle Woody was coming and he's really good. And he's also very gracious and a great teacher. And um, so they would have, you know, the chess that they played. And then they would have several chess boards set up with other kids playing. Um, and then they would also, you know, have like a playoff with the winners. And that was always fun. And I, you know, liked it because... Um, you know, it kept everybody busy. Usually we have, um, for Thanksgiving especially, we have people over as early as like 11 o'clock. Um, well, my sister-in-law, you know, Jeannie and Woody come, um, and Jeannie is my husband's sister and her husband, Woody, and they come earlier because she always helps with the turkeys, and that's her thing, and so, um, you know, she she makes that here. And then... That way, you know, the kids can be playing something that's not, you know, super loud and, and we can, you know, work in the kitchen and, and then everybody else normally comes anywhere from 1 o'clock onward and then we try to eat around 5 because, um, you know, with scheduling and things like that, just let me segue off into this other point and that is that when your kids get married um, and there's extended family involved, um, for Christmas, everybody comes here. So the extended family um, on my daughter's side, my son-in-law's mom comes here, and you know her brother's welcome. To, his brother's welcome to come, but he usually goes to his mother-in-law. So on Thanksgiving, uh, my daughter goes to her mother-in-law's house around two. So we try to schedule our Thanksgiving later to give her time to get there early to visit with them and then to come over here, and then they'll stay here until they go home, around 8 or 9. So that, you know, is something that you just have to learn to not have hurt feelings or, um, you know, just just give it to the Lord and just know that every holiday is more about the people and, you know, not even so much what you're serving, but just the time you're going to spend, like, you said, Meredith, a lot of the people that we see, um, we don't see all year. And this year, um, we're hoping that my other niece and sister-in-law will all come um, from North Carolina. We're not sure if they're going to have enough time um, because she's um, active Navy and so is her husband and they're both doctors. But they have a little bit more time at Thanksgiving time than they do at Christmas. So we're really praying that they come. And um, and then at Christmas time, another set of sister-in-law, another sister-in-law comes, and and Mike nieces who are closer in age to um, Nicholas and Annie and Mike. And so you know that's another group that comes. So it's just you know you you make do with what you can. Um, and I know that you know sometimes holidays are when all the you know hurt feelings happen. And like my brother likes to go on a cruise for Thanksgiving because they never have time to get away. 
So, you know, it's a little sad on our point. And I, I know in years past I was, you know, would try to talk him out of it. And isn't there some other time you can go or go during the summer, you know, um, kind of a thing. And then I just realized that, you know, this is their how they're making their family memories for them. Tradition is going to be going on a cruise for Thanksgiving, you know. Um, right. For us. It tradition is having as much extended family as we can cram into this house here. <laughs> you know? Yes. You know, so it's it's different, and I just you cannot impose what you would want. Am I saying it? You know, help Meredith. I don't want to begrudge the, the situation, but you know, you know what I mean. No, I think that's very good, and also, um, you know, there's a lot of families that are alone at Thanksgiving, and it's always nice to include one lonely family or lonely single person um, in your family's festivities, or um, for those who don't have family nearby, I really encourage you to find other families that don't have anyone nearby and um, pal up for the holidays because we've built some really good friendships by doing that because we've almost always lived away from my family and sometimes they would come for we spent very few thanksgivings or christmases with my family because we just lived in different places Mm -hmm. Um, but that um, kind of brings me to um, my number two which was um, do something that is um, creative to express love to um, the people who are visiting and um, it can be setting a beautiful table. It can be making um, special things just for certain people. Like my mom used to like creamed onions with peanuts, and so I would always make that, even though <laughs> most people didn't really <laughs> like it, you know, but she did. I never heard of it. <laughs> a, a family memory. It was a family uh, tradition mm-hmm. um, to pass down in her family, and so... Um, things like that. My dad always liked stuff celery, so it might be something like that. Or um, I just saw this really cute idea that I'm going to make this year. Um, Thanksgiving is going to be at my daughter's house this year. She wants to do Thanksgiving. And um, so I saw this idea for um, little horns of plenty, but they're made out of um, ice cream cones, the sugar cones, and then you put little things in it. Um, you know, like candy corn and maybe little candy pumpkins and maybe some pretzels and peanuts and and just a little kind of a snack mix. And then you can roll up a scripture and tuck that in there too. So then everybody gets a little something when they sit down at the table. They have their own little candy corn, uh, own, own little cornucopia. And that just, they're little things that, um, like that, that don't take a lot of extra effort, but really make a big difference um, to people um, that will make a memory for them. Oh, that's wonderful, Meredith. And I just love how you talked about, you know, inviting people over that, um, you know, might not have somewhere to go. We've um, adopted a young man who um, was a friend of, his family's a friend of my sister-in-law's when they lived in um in Florida, North Florida, and um, he came down to be um, a paramedic. So he doesn't really, you know, have a family here. So I always make sure that I text him or send him a note and just say, you know, he started school now. So 
I just usually send him a text and say, it's okay to come eat dinner and leave, you know, because he he's not only is he working full time, but they work around their schedules to let them, you know, get, um, you know, more college. And uh, and so, you know, he'll he'll be coming if he has time. And then also um, for our number three, um, we have a holiday party. So one year we hosted with another friend and did it at her house, and we did it Thanksgiving weekend. Um, but my because I knew my family was going to be leaving on that Saturday to head back, as most of them that come uh, drive. But um, we've done it as late as December and the first weekend of December, and we've done that because. Um, Neil and Christina, my two oldest, had birthdays on the 24th. So it's, you know, difficult to have a special birthday celebration, especially when the kids are little on the 24th. Of course, you know I managed <laughs> to have a big <laughs> thing with the family, you know, complete with scavenger hunt in our yard. And, you know, we've got a, a gazillion movies of that. My brother-in-law just ripped um, movies to DVD and we were laughing hysterically at the pinatas and you know all the stuff that that went on when they were little. But now because I have the dinner here, um, I didn't have dinner when they were little because we'd either um, we'd go to my mother-in-law's and open presents that morning. And because they lived here and we saw them all the time, we ended up driving to Winter Haven where my parents lived at the time for Christmas meal and then spend the night and then come home. So um, what ended up happening was we had a holiday party, um, a Christmas party, and so we um, would have it in our backyard, and we would have a, you know, like a campfire with marshmallows and s'mores, and then everybody um, in hot chocolate and, you know, drinks and so forth, and then everybody would come and just bring some sort of dessert. So it was sugar overload because it was way, <laughs> way more dessert than you can imagine, and um, and so we had luminaries, just little paper bags with sand and the little tiny candles in each one. And we'd have a path from our driveway all the way to the backyard. And it looked so pretty and it was so much fun. And we had you know, lights hung out in the back. Um, and usually somebody or one or two people would bring their guitars and we would sing a lot of holiday favorites and, um, you know, Christmas carols and that sort of thing. And it was just such a nice time because it wasn't that everybody, you know, people didn't manage to troop in the house anyway, but it the party wasn't indoors. It was an outdoor party. So it just gave it this whole other air of, you know, kind of like camping but not. And, you know, the best of both worlds, you get to – have your little campfire and your s'mores, but you also get to go home and sleep in a comfy bed, <laughs> you know, and take a shower and get that smoke smell off of you. But um, but it was so fun, and everybody, um, you know, loved it. And then it moved to my daughter's house, to Christina's house, and she did it there a few years. So she's coming over later this afternoon, and that's one of the things we're going to talk about is who's hosting the party this year. And she just had Aww. Olivia, so Olivia's still tiny, but um, you know Christina has more energy than the Energizer Bunny. <laughs> <She's> just, <laughs> you know, she's just amazing. So, but it, it's just a nice little tradition, and you know, people know it's the first weekend of December, and it just kind of kicks off the the whole you know Christmas 
season with, you know, praise and worship, you know, with the songs and um, just a bunch of, you know, fun fun times with family and friends. So that's where we really get together with a lot of our friends, you know, like call them our extended family here. Um, and, you know, people have moved now to Naples and, you know, a little bit further up, um, you know, North Florida and, and such. So if we let them know ahead of time, they'll make plans to come. And it's just a really nice, and it's it's not an expensive thing to do. You know, with the holidays, um, it's so difficult to think about throwing this big elaborate party and all the money that, you know, I remember birthday parties. Like, didn't you sometimes wonder, gosh, you know, it gets ridiculous with, um, we should probably do a show on that sometime in the, in the, yeah, in the next year. Do. Yeah, you know, birthday parties. birthday parties. Yeah, because I remember being a young mom and just very easily spending several hundred dollars and thinking, this is ridiculous because a little goodie bags, they're not even getting anything that great, and wondering, right. um, you know, how people continue to do that. And, um you know, it seemed like the parties were getting more and more elaborate. And then um, I was happy when my kids grew out of the birthday party stage. <laughs> so, well, that reminds to... me of um, going up to my um, to my grandparents. We, my dad worked for Eastern Airlines, and so we got um, very inexpensive flight flight tickets. But we couldn't go. Of course, it was very hard to fly standby over Christmas. So we would go up to see my mom's side of the family for the first weekend in December, and my cousins would come down to visit, and um, my aunt would drive up um, to visit. And so we had, um, you know, four families getting together at my grandparents' house, and we would have a very nice dinner, and we would exchange Christmas presents, and then we would all go home. And it was a really special way to spend Christmas with them that wasn't on Christmas Day. And then we always had Christmas just our family, and we had our own traditions with that. And so um, there's other ways to spend time with family at the holidays without actually doing it on the holiday day and having it be very special and meaningful. And um, one thing that we do is right after Thanksgiving, we um, start decorating for Christmas, sometimes even before. Now that I get older, it takes me more time. And we just go completely crazy at my house. I pack up everything off the wall. I pack up everything off the tabletops. And I have all kinds of Christmas pictures and paintings and knickknacks. And um, it's just absolutely crazy. And I set up my Barbie house. And all my Barbies dressed in Christmas outfits, and they have their own tree and their own hot chocolate and own presents. And my house is just a Christmas wonderland. Oh, so <laughs> and fun. So we start that right after Thanksgiving weekend, and then once we have everything, um, we have everything decorated. We start our. Um, family devotions for Christmas, and that's been something that's been a really um, a really important tradition in our house, and um, of going through the story step by step with Elizabeth and Zachariah, and then the angel appearing to Mary and Mary's song to him, 
and, um, you know, Joseph finding out and the dream and just the the details of the story are amazing. And so mm, um, it's it. just a blessing to go through that, you know, every year. And um, so that is something special to us in our house. It's, it's not um, – expensive and we sing Christmas carols and one of the things I I love Christmas carols because they're packed with theology they're packed with good things about God and and Mm -hmm. just it's such a fun way um, to teach our children about music but more than that to teach them about Jesus and and the story of his birth and we just we will we'll sing like um, three carols a night or sometimes more and we'll sing every single verse and you know so I remember one time someone spent um, they were with us when we were doing devotions and they're like oh I've never sung out loud before with my family <laughs> that's kind of weird <laughs> but we <laughs> might have grown up with it so they think it's normal and we think it's normal and that is something that we really love doing is um, reading the Bible um, the Christmas story, the devotions, and then um, the singing the hymns. And if anyone wants um, to use our Christmas devotions, they're uh, free on my uh, website, powerlineprod.com, and they're just called the Curtis Christmas Devotions or Family Devotions, and you're welcome to download that and um, use that. So Wonderful. And then, Maris, um, just go ahead and send me that link if you will, and then I'll put it in the show notes on the website. So um, okay, if perfect. you go to um, the vintagehomeschoolmoms.com and um, look under the tab, so you'll you'll see a tab that will say um, holiday fun tips. So that will be where this, um, this video uh, resides. And I'm writing it down because... I will not remember that that's what I called it in two seconds. (laughs) And uh, we'll put that link right there so you can get to Mara's uh, website. So we're going to take a really quick break and uh, have a commercial. And when we come back, Meredith and I will share our last tip with all of you. So sit tight. I'm a publisher. And one day, my daughter Christina asked me to write a novel with her. Well, that day was long ago, and that little girl is now an adult. But our novels live on. The Truth Seekers Mystery Series highlights a homeschool family, the Murphy Team, in an action-adventure novel that is sure to entertain as well as teach creation truths. To get your copy, visit our website at truthseekersmysteryseries.com Well, hi and welcome back. My name is Felice Gerwitz and this is an episode of Vintage Homeschool Mom and a very special episode with Lunch with Meredith and Felice and um, you know, we just had that commercial with the Truth Seekers Mystery Series, and that really is a great novel set. If you um, haven't seen it yet, please go to MediaAngels.com, or you can even go to TruthSeekersMysterySeries.com, 
and that will take you right to the page on the website where the books are. And also, Powerline Production has a series of ebooks, and there are two that would be particularly good for the um, the girls and guys in your life. And the first is Meredith's book, and it's God's Girls Beauty Secrets. And um, Anne is working through that this year. And it really has um, some amazing things. It's a Bible study that Meredith wrote. And what I love about Meredith's books is that she writes them specifically for her family and for co-ops. So these have been tested and tweaked and so forth, and um, that, that is a great one. And Mike is going through my son. Real men talk about freedom, girls, courtship, and marriage, although he is rolling his eyes at the courtship and marriage. He is a little bit young. But <laughs> but since he's doing 11th grade, I don't know what he's doing in the near future. Um, you know, he's motoring through school a little bit here. He told me not to rush him. He still wants to be a kid. So, um, you know, but so we are we're kind of skipping through some of those um, areas, and he's doing some with his dad. But, but I just love the mirrors because um, it's something that you can read as a parent and let your child read and then go to the Bible and just, you know, pray and think and talk, and it opens up a whole area of discussion. Um, you know, we're with our kids all the time, Meredith, and so sometimes we get together and um, we took a, a real short trip um, a couple of days ago, and the kids had their books and they had their music, and, you know, I didn't want to hear music in the car at that point because I just wanted to just drive and and finally, I just said, everybody unplug and um, put the books away, and I want to talk. And so, you know, Anne is really cute. And she's like, okay, mother, what would you like to talk about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> you know, so it, it's like it, sometimes, you know, you, you're with your children all the time that you've exhausted every topic. So this gives parents a really good foundation of not just fluff to talk about, you know, which when you're in the car, you're not going to necessarily talk about heavy subjects, especially if, if brother is in the back seat. But it's just a great time to be able to discuss some things when we go out and, you know, it's just the two of us. So whenever I do a Costco run or, you know, grocery store run and doesn't mind hanging out, and she's my chauffeur. I call her. I go, can you drive me? <laughs> so, so it's really nice. Um, yeah, so I just love this book, Meredith, and just, you know, thank you for allowing me to sell them on my website, and you have an extensive collection of books on yours as well. If you go to um, Powerline Productions, Meredith, what is that exact um, URL to get to that website? Or they can go to MeredithCurtis.com is where I normally send people, and they can find a link there. The Powerline right. production. The link is powerlineprod.com. P R O D. Yeah. Yes. Right. Okay, good. Yeah, so, you know, those are, are really great studies um, and they're, they're just fun gifts as well. So, well, we've been talking about some, um, you know, great, uh, fun holiday ideas to brighten the day and just really what we're talking about here is making memories, um, doing you know, fun things and activities with your family that are going to, you know, call to mind some, you know, fun times. And I know my kids love to recount stories that are just hysterical about, um, you know, when things did not work out as planned, um, typically. But, um, you know, it is good to have some good traditions as well. 
Uh, we have a funny turkey story. I told you my sister-in-law really does a good job with the turkey, and she'll have an organic turkey flown in. So we've got this, you know, prized possession that's in my outdoor refrigerator, and I'm always panicked that something, like the power is going to go out in the refrigerator or something. <laughs> this whole turkey is going to be <laughs> gone, you know. But anyway, one year... Um, it was the first year she had used my new ovens, and they are, you know, really nice ovens, but they're a little bit, um, they don't cook as hot, um, so you can actually go in and adjust the thermostat and make it, you know, 25 degrees hotter, but, um, and there's also this great meat probe, which I love, because I could never make a roast medium rare, which is the way most of the family likes it, and it cooks it perfectly so that the outside is more done for those who like it more done, and the inside's just perfect. But she didn't want to use the meat probe, and, you know, we don't cover it with um, any kind of wrap because it's not good, and, and you know, she has a lot of dietary restrictions, so... Um, that's one of the reasons, you know, she, she wants this turkey and it's, it's delicious. It really is. But the one year, um, she was bound and determined that it was going to be done at a certain time. And I just said, no, it's really going to take an extra half hour to 45 minutes. Well, you don't want to have a tough and overcooked turkey. And so that was her concern. And then, of course, my meat thermometer broke, not just one of them, but both of them, because <laughs> I always have oh. this there. So the poor thing, um, you know, pulls out this beautiful turkey, and it's just not done. And, you know, it wasn't a big deal. I had lasagna, and I had a baked ham and some other things. So we were, you know, ready to go whenever. But when you take a turkey out of the oven, and this is for all of you who have never done this, you know, you learn by experience. And it just even gets a little bit... um, you know, gets out of the oven, it takes much longer for it to get its temperature back to cook. And so um, that was a turkey fiasco that year. And everybody was fine except my father-in-law who really wanted that turkey leg. (laughs) So, of course, the kids are trying not to laugh and, and, you know, I'm glaring at them, you know, because I don't want my sister-in-law to feel bad and, and, um, you know, of course, now we kind of giggle about it, and every subsequent year the turkey has been perfect. So, you know, but it it is it, some ovens are just a little bit more temperamental, and you know, it's, I had to learn that as well with my oven, and that's one of the reasons I use the meat probe. So, um, but you know, there's always that one that one story that they'll just say, you know, remember the turkey, and then everybody will laugh, you know, and it's like poor poor right. thing, but. Um, but yeah, you know, we're making memories here and most of them are great memories and and um and your number 4 and my number 4 are very similar. So, uh um mine kind of goes along a little bit with your number 3 as well. So, we have um this big production for buying the tree. Now, I grew up with a real tree to begin with and then somewhere down the road it was, you know, a fake tree forever. So I didn't get the real tree until I got married, and my husband always had, you know, a real tree because I thought, oh, well, I guess we'll go buy our fake tree. And he said, oh, no, we're going to have a real Christmas tree. So that was exciting. And we go um, on a Saturday morning, usually, again, the first weekend. um, So there's a lot of preparation if we're having a party. Um, And sometimes, I think last year, we did get it Thanksgiving weekend. 
but we go um, on a Saturday morning, but before we get the tree, we all go out to breakfast, and that's a big treat around here because we never, ever go out to breakfast. <laughs> so uh-huh. so we get to go to breakfast and have a really nice breakfast, and then we go buy our tree and um, and then take it home and, and set it up. And I will get the decorations down because, like you, I think it's not – necessarily as we get older and I'm holding to that narrative. <laughs> we're so young inside. But it does. It seems like it just you know, like before I could get it all done within a day or so and now it seems like it takes a week. But um the kids help and I have um two beautiful nativity scenes. One I set up when you first walk in the front door, it's right there. And then the other one is um, in our living room. And, you know, I love setting those up and also, you know, decorating. I I guess because I don't grow things really well, I love my um, silk flowers and arrangements. And so I take my time and I, you know, put those out and and it's wonderful. And then also um, on December 1st, that's when we begin um, our Advent tradition, which is a wreath with four candles signifying the four weeks before Christmas, and three are purple, um, which signifies sorrow, and one is pink, which is the week before, and they all have their significance. So I have a little um, Advent um, craft that I made a couple of years ago. I think it was two years ago, and I will have that for sale on the shopping cart. It's not up yet as we record this, but hopefully it will be um, within a few days, and it's just a matter of putting it on there as an item. I have it ready to go. But one year, um, we do the readings each night, like you were saying, with the scripture readings that have the the Christmas story, you know, from, you know, the Annunciation, um, you know, to to um, the birth of Jesus. And it's beautiful, and every night we light a candle, and it's and we have, and I do have one fake tree. I have to say, um, before Christina left um, to get married and have her own family, I looked at her, and I, we always used to say we wanted our, you know, one color tree or just, you know, our gold. And I'm a, I'm a gold girl. I know some people are silver girls, and Christina has silver jewelry because of her her husband gave her silver jewelry. But um, so we have a gold and um, and silver tree. And the tree itself is green. It looks like a real tree, and it has the little tiny lights, the white lights. And um, so we decorate that. But I let the kids help me with that, too. And because the other tree, I never was a perfectionist, so it didn't have to be all perfect, and they could make their ornaments, and the little kids will make ornaments to put on the tree, and that's fine. You know, it doesn't look the prettiest. Um, you know, it would not, it would never grace the, the storefront window <laughs> <laughs> but but it comes from the heart, okay? But the other tree is gorgeous. It really is it's very, very pretty. So, um and we have ribbons and everything. And so anyway, we put that tree up and we have our readings in there and it's just a it's a solemn and just blessed occasion where we, we pray and then we praise God for something each day. We we kind of do that as a matter of course in our family. We pray every night together. And um, we go around and we talk about what we're thankful for, you know, each day, just as a reminder, you know, even if the day's been horrible, there's something to thank the Lord about. But I love it because um, it just really brings the focus back 
to, you know, the reason for the season. And I feel like, you know, my kids have enjoyed that. But what I added to that was with this um, this little craft that I was talking about. And I made the kids, and I just used hanging folders, and there's instructions on how to do this um, in the little kit. But I made hanging folders with um, that sit on a wall. You just take a file folder, and it's flat. And then there there's two glued together. And there's slits for each day before Christmas, and I wrote a scripture on each one, and Aww. then I wrote a little a little note to my kids. So that was you know 25 notes times three, <laughs> so it's quite an undertaking. Wow. Yeah. So I ended up doing it where the scripture was the same for each one. The first year I didn't. I just prayed, and then the Lord gave me different scriptures. So that was really a labor of love. And I would do it, like, each week ahead of time because otherwise I got behind. And then I would write a little note to them on the back, you know, just either words of encouragement or just a word of knowledge, you know, from the Lord or just something. And my kids have kept it up. Like, my one son has it. You know, I could say, well, he's kind of lazy and didn't want to take it down. But one of them has it up all the time. You know, and it's just something that they can keep up. It doesn't, it's not, you know, the most aesthetically pleasing. You can you can embellish it if you're really good at crafts. But it's, um, you know, it's, it's from the heart. And then the next year, you can just, you know, you keep the same little tags, just take them all out, and then just add another little note that you write to your kids. Because how often do we do that? We just don't. You know, it's life's so busy, we don't have time to write them you know, a little note, or you could do it weekly. Um, you could give them the scripture readings each day and then weekly. If you have more than a couple of kids, um, you know, just write them a little note once a week and and put it in their little slot so that they can read it. And it just, you know, was something that I wanted to do something special for them that year. And, you know, they're growing up and they're going to leave. And, yeah, I guess so. I know we gain we gain people in our families, but they're still, you know how it is. You know, Katie Beth's not yeah. right there in her room when you want her. You know, you can't walk down the hall and and go plop on her bed. You know, um, yeah, in, in, I know. In Curtis tradition, <laughs> so you know, but it's you know it it is very special. Um, it is a special time, and that was one of the things that our family does. And yours has a um, tree trimming as well, so share that with us. Well, one of the things that we do is we do get our tree pretty early, and um, the night that we, Mike sets it all up, and then the first night that we can all be together, because, you know, with older kids, I have a lot of grown children who live in the family. They have different work schedules and things like that. So mm-hmm. the first night that we can all be together, um, we um, whoever's still at home bakes cookies during the day. We make Christmas cookies, and then at night we have our special um, Christmas dinner, uh, Christmas tree trimming dinner, and it's chicken and dumplings. And then we make um, uh, ambrosia and pumpkin muffins, and it's mm. just kind of developed over time what the menu is. And so we have all these, you know, different things we make, and then we always have eggnog and hot chocolate and spice cider so that we eat dinner together and then we um, decorate the tree, and while we decorate the tree, we, pray, we play Christmas music 
and um, we eat, you know, eat cookies and drink eggnog, and so it's really fun, and um, we just, we have a great time doing that every year, so, and our our Christmas ornaments are, you know, a lot of them are handmade, some are gorgeous, and some are just, you know, hanging <laughs> in there, so... <laughs> but it's um it's really fun and it's really a blessing. So one of the things I've done is that every year I make a Christmas ornament for the tree and then I make a matching one for each of the children so that when they Aww. get married they have their ornament collection to take with them. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. So you know, I had a friend who did who would purchase that um, ornament. She did. She bought one new one every year, and then had one for her girls. And I never got got to that point, but I love that idea because that's so great. So this year, Katie Beth will have her tree decorated with some of her ornaments that you've made for her. How how beautiful yes, is that? She will. She will. Really so that will be neat. But well, that's exciting. And and I know you mentioned before we went on the air that. Um, you were going to find out what Katie Beth was having, so we're going to wrap up this show because you're going to get to go um, to the ultrasound. So that's so exciting. Next month I can tell everyone whether yes. I'm having a granddaughter or a grandson. Oh, and um, you, of course, I will text this afternoon. Oh, thank you. And thank you. Um, have... Um, so thanks for having me here today. It's always fun to talk about the holidays. It makes me want to go decorate my house for Christmas. I know, right? Right. Well, next next time yes. we're going to talk about gift giving that won't break the bank in December. So stay tuned for that live show, Meredith. I love you. Um, you guys listen to finish well. Um, that is a wonderful, um, you know, radio show that Meredith helps host on this network. So it's the finish well. Um, radio show, and there is always something, um, you know, fun that they're doing, um, great topics that they talk about, and something you can listen to with your teens. A very, very good show, and I really invite you guys to listen to that. Also, um, you know, find it on iTunes and leave them a comment. I'm sure they would love it. Well, thank you so much, Meredith, and uh, we will talk to you soon. God bless. Bye-bye. God bless. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and TheVintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.